Let me tell you, pray, praying, praying like that and singing like that make a preacher hurt himself. It don't take, it won't take much for me to hurt myself today. <laughs> I'm already paying. <laughs> brother Jackson, uh, Brother Jeff, Brother Dory, Ollie, thank you so much. Uh, reading of the scripture, praying, singing. Man, I believe you came to worship today. Mm, mm, mm. He is alive. He is alive. I mean, what else can you say? That's why the word of God said only a fool. And the heart would say, there is no God. Now, that, that's what God said. That's what God said. A fool. And you got to be a fool. Folks, it's so good to be here today. So good to be here. I say it all the time. There's no better place to be on the first day of the week than in the house of the Lord. And I, I, I know you go through things. I know, you know, sometimes we have challenges in our lives. And the devil is busy and he try to take your joy from you and everything but I don't care if you got to crawl up in here on Sunday morning you need to get here and, 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 and if you get here I've seen it too many times in my own life boy it just gets better it just gets better ain't nothing like being around folks of the same mind same heart and just folks who love God. Amen. Just get here. Just get here. And since you're here, mm-hmm. since you're here, I just want to offer just a little piece of something from God's word Amen. to hopefully encourage you and to, to just push you on to keep on doing what you're doing and maybe even do it a little better and help you just to realize that heaven is worth heaven is worth whatever you got to put up with heaven is worth whatever you got to deal with and heaven is worth whatever may come in your life heaven is worth it don't believe the lie and sell out and think that anything in this life is better. Amen. Man, nothing in this life Amen. compares to heaven. What, 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 what do we know about heaven? What do we know about heaven? Well, I remember this if I don't remember anything else. When John wrote, he said, there won't be any more dying. Won't be no more crying. He said, won't be any more tears, no more pain. He said, because all those things, you know what? In any tears that you cry, oh God, he's going to wipe it away from your eyes. Matter of fact, he said, all things shall be new. There's a new heaven. And folks, 
That right there is enough for me. To know that, you know what? I'm going to be offered something that I don't have to deal with pain anymore. I don't have to deal with suffering anymore. Blood pressure issues and constantly worried about what I got to eat and what I can eat and diabetes and all this stuff. You know what? That's enough for me. That's enough for me. Knowing that one day this old body won't be mine to have to deal with anymore. Because I'm going to be translated into something better. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. But the Bible said, I shall be seen as he is. And folks, let me tell you something. If it's good enough for Jesus, it ain't no question that it's all right with me. If I'm going to be seen as he is. I ain't got to worry about no recalls. I ain't got to be worrying about anything breaking down. And, and you know what? I, time won't even be an issue anymore. Just that is enough for me. To put up, to deal with, and suffer and go through whatever I got to suffer. Because let me tell you, heaven is worth it. I just believe it. A place where... Nothing but joy. Nothing but peace. It's worth it. When you think in contrast. Man hell is so hot. And eternity is so long. And to only know. It only gets worse. Folks, heaven is worth it. So hang in there with me. Hang in there with me. You know what? We, we, we might have to lean on each other's shoulders every now and then. We might even have to share tears one with another here and there. But that's all right. We're family. We're family. See, some, some, of, you, some of you haven't gotten there yet because you, 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 you don't see this spiritual connection. You don't, you don't see it. But see, I'm at the point in my life with the stuff that I've been through and the stuff I'm going through. I, I don't mind crying on your shoulder. And you can say whatever you want to say. But we're family. We're family. And, and, and if you need to cry on mine, you know what? I'll cry with you. But you know what? I, I've come to learn. I've come to learn. Those tears are only going to be sad just for a little while. Because some way, somehow, God always has a way. Of what we started off in sadness he has a way of turning it into joy. Amen. And helping us to know it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I've been telling y'all for years, I don't, I don't finish preaching here and fly to another planet. 
I go through stuff too. I deal with issues too. But I've just made up my mind, folks. What, what, whatever I got to do, whatever I got to do to get that crown. You know, I, just, just the other day, you know, I, I shared this one in the first service. You know, I, I was so upset when I went to the doctor Friday and I, I had, when I went to the car, I sat there and thought about it. I thought about Paul. Paul said he had this thorn in his flesh. He said, as if, as if a messenger directly from Satan. Now think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. What is, what is, the, what is the job? What did Jesus say Satan's job is? Kill, steal, and destroy. So when you think about Satan, you only think about pain. Suffering, hurt, just chaos, just anything miserable. And Paul said, this is what I was dealing with as a messenger directly from Satan. So I, I, I went to the Lord. That's what Paul said. The third time he said, I went to him. All he had to say to me was, my grace is sufficient. Man, get back to work. Get back to work. My grace is sufficient. We got to learn that, folks. We have to learn that. His grace, it is sufficient. Nobody said the Christian life was going to be a bed of roses and a cakewalk. Can, can, can I tell you the truth this morning? Man, if, if, if you are not ready to deal with warfare. You ain't ready to deal with being a Christian. Because Christianity is a fight. Christianity is an everyday fight. Not only is it an everyday fight spiritually, but it's an everyday fight even when Satan attacks you from the carnal side, the, the fleshly side. Because he will, he will bother you. Amen. You don't believe me? Ask Job. Yeah. He will bother you to see if you'll curse God. Amen. To see if you'll lose your faith. To see if you sit there and start questioning, why me? Oh, yeah. How come I got to go through this? I, I've been serving you and doing what's right. Why you allow this to happen to me? Oh, he'll mess with you to test your faith to see if you're real. That's why I said you better focus on heaven. You better focus on heaven and realize and understand, man, all of this stuff down here is just temporary. 
whatever pain, whatever suffering, whatever frustration, whatever you got to deal with down here, it's just like the storm clouds. They come and they go. This temporary stuff down here. We're trying to strive to get to that permanent dwelling place. Oh my goodness. Heaven folks. Heaven. That's what it's all about. Mm, mm, mm. Boy I tell you. That, that singing and praying. It, it, it took me away from a lesson. <laughs> took me away from it but that's all right that's what we're here for to worship God and just to give him glory thank God he he blessed us with song leaders and men that can pray and read and you know we're we're blessed we're blessed and I thank God every day every day Hebrews chapter 10 Hebrews chapter 10 I'm gonna back up to verse 22, the Bible said, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Now, let me stop right there. Let us draw near with a true heart. True heart and full assurance of faith. Why does it have to say a true heart? Huh? Because everybody ain't real. Everybody ain't real. There, there's an old song, this old group from back in the day, Undisputed Truth. It says, smiling faces sometimes tell lies. See, all, all hearts that appear to be legit ain't legit. As I said this morning, I say to this group right here, just because you show up don't mean you're for real. But the scriptures say, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. In other words, let us believe what God has spoken. It says nothing about conditional. It says nothing about, you know, depending on. Talking about our faith. Let us believe what God has spoken. And you know what? Let us ride on that. Because what he has spoken is true. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. There's some some purifying that need to be done. Amen. It says... Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. See, see, folks could show up. Just, just because you're here don't mean you can't sit here and be thinking evil. 
and our bodies wash with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. What is the profession of our faith? You ever thought about that question? What is the profession of our faith? What is, what is it that we're supposed to represent and profess every day that we're walking about and going about every day? What is it? What is the statement we're supposed to be making? The Bible said that we've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. We don't, we don't supposed to be blending in. Well, I ask you, what is the profession of your faith? What is the profession? What are you representing? What are you stating as you go about day to day? Because right here it says, and let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. So there's something we need to be steadfast about. And we need to be holding on to. What is it? What is it? It said not wavering. What is it? I'm going to come back to that. And let us consider one another. To provoke unto love and to good works. I'm going to ask you to do something right quick. Let us, let us, the, the scripture saying, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. I want everybody to just look around. I want everybody to just look around. Just look around. I ain't say you got to stand up. Just, look, just turn and look around. And I guarantee you, you see somebody in here you don't really know. You, you see them, you see them on Sunday, but you don't really know them. Right? How are you fulfilling this? Huh? Just because you don't know them don't mean they don't need some encouragement. So who are you leaving it up to to encourage them? Let me read this again. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Who is, who is the Hebrew writer talking to? Huh? The, the church, right? Talking to you as well as me, right? So... If it's, if it's saying, let us consider one another, who is the one another? Okay, who is each other? The, the people I just asked you to turn and look around and look at, right? You said, well, some folks say, I, I don't know. Why don't you know? Huh? 
Can, can we be honest? I don't know him because I haven't made it a, a priority to get to know him. You know, they, they come, I might holler at them, throw my hand up, and they leave, and you know what? Hey, if that's fine with them, it's fine with me. Where is their love? What's the true love? Because, see, that, let, let, let's go back up to 22. Let us draw near with a true heart. With a true heart. See, sometimes sometime we come up in the Lord's house. We, we perpetrate good. We, we, we put that smile and grin on for an hour and a half. We put that mask on for a little bit. And, 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 and we're thinking all kind of evil and crazy stuff. Hurry up and sit down, man. Hurry up and get the service over so I take this mask off. So I can go back to being who I am. Exhorting somebody, encouraging somebody, man, I ain't got time for that. That's a preacher job. That's the elder job. Quit lying on the preacher. Quit lying on the elders. It's everybody's job. It says, let us consider one another. Right? Folks, we, we must, we must get to the point and, 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 and getting out of, we got to transform our way of thinking, folks. We got to renew the way we think. We are all we have. Let, let me put it this way. I'm, I'm speaking spiritually. We are all we have. In this warfare, we are all we have. Because let me tell you something. Darkness does not like light. And, and, and oftentimes we get we get confused and we want to mix carnal things with spiritual things. You can't do it. We are all we have. We stand as representation of light. We stand as representatives of truth. And darkness does not like the truth. And when you stand for the truth, let me tell you, your mama will turn on you. Your daddy will turn on you. Your brother, your sister, all your cousins will turn on you. We are all we have. And we need each other. We need each other in this spiritual warfare. We need each other in this fight. Because when you go out there looking for understanding, when you go out there looking for love and kindness from the world, let me tell you, the world will do you in. The world will do you in. Oh, sometimes they'll, they'll talk kind to you and smooth to you until Satan said, now I got you where I want you. Look how smooth Satan dealt with Eve. The Bible says, subtle. Smooth. 
He didn't, he didn't argue. He wasn't loud. He was just smooth. Folks, when the scripture said, let us consider one another, you know what? We, we need to do that. Because we're one body. We're one body. Amen. Amen. That's what the scripture said. We're one body. And we got to tear down these petitions that we build, trying to separate ourselves Standing off, being standing offish and so secretive and, and all this stuff. No, no, no. Jesus tore down the wall of petition. And he ain't authorized nowhere for us to build any others. Well, y'all quiet. Well, I, I thought we were going to have church this morning. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. How can I do it if I don't take the time to even get to know anybody? If, you know, if, if, if somebody from the physical side, if somebody related to me, I'd like to know if they relate. Amen. Yeah. Well, if, if, if you're my brother and sister in Christ, why do I put less emphasis on that? Huh? My, my, my spiritual relationship, not only do I look forward to spending time with you and fellowship and doing things on this side but man this can take us both to the other side together I can't say that for the fleshly side I can't say for look I can't say for certain I have, I have siblings that have passed I can't tell you for sure I'm going to see them in heaven I can speak for myself and say, I'm going. But God is the judge on them. But we can work together. We can serve and battle together. We can exhort one another together. So that when Satan launches his attacks, I don't have to sit here and look around and one Sunday say, whatever happened to that person? What do you mean that person? That person had a name. Everybody in here has a name. Whatever happened to that person? It just stopped coming in. Well, you know what? Did you ever stop to consider Satan may have decided since you didn't bother to encourage them and exhort them, you know what? I'm going to take them out. Because Satan figured you ain't coming to look for him anyway.
Then maybe you see them out in the street somewhere doing something. You say, child, I can't believe I saw this. I saw, you know, that person that you, there you go again, that person. They were out there doing that. And you know what? That person see you and said, why do you care? What have you done to reach out to me? Folks, we need one another. We need one another. Don't, don't, don't think you're an hour. Don't think you can do this by yourself. You're for a rude awakening. You can't handle Satan. You can't handle Satan. And that's why God designed the church the way he did. You know, that, that we're a family, we're a body, we work together, we function. We function in warfare to work together to make sure each one of us is taken care of. As one body. When somebody go down or, or, or not feeling what, you know what, it's supposed to be somebody there. It's supposed to be somebody there to say, come on now, come on, come on. Can't, can't let you drop off. Is that the true heart that you have this morning? Is that the true heart and assurance of faith that you have? That, hey, you don't, you don't have to be worried about how you're going to make it. Help your fellow man. God is going to take care of you. Yeah. Right. Let us. Let us. Hold fast. The profession of our faith. Without wavering. What is your profession? Huh? You know when a, when a person dress a certain way. They say they make a statement. You know, the way a person wear their hair, they may cut their hair a certain way. They say they make a statement. The kind of car they drive, they say they're making a statement. Well, when you went down into the watery grave of baptism and came out, you're supposed to make a statement. Amen. And the statement you make as a child of God let me tell you something. Everybody's not going to like it. But you don't live it for their liking. You live it to their shame if they don't want to accept and obey the truth. And you live it to God's glory for doing what's right. What is your profession this morning? What statements are you making? When you go out every day, do people see you as somebody different? Or maybe, maybe they, they use terms like different, strange, odd, unique. That's, that's fine. To them, they're trying to be funny, but hey, glory to God. Just don't say, I'm just like everybody else. 
He's cool. He's like us. Why would a Christian who's been called out of darkness into the marvelous light, how can they be just like everybody else in darkness? John 3, the Bible said the light came into the world. But guess what happened? The world rejected the light. Why? Because the world loves darkness. The light being Jesus. Jesus came into the world and the world said, we don't want to deal with him. We don't want him. We don't want no parts of him. And to prove their point, what did they do to him? They crucified him. Now how can my profession be any different? How can Jesus live a life and, and, and his life, his profession was, you know what? Whatever the Father's will is, I will do. Not my will, but thy will be done. Remember Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane? Remember agonizing. Remember the sweat as though they were drops of blood. And remember his prayer, Father, if there's, if there's any other way, let this cup pass. Remember that? But he said what? But not my will. That was his profession. It ain't about me. It's about what you would have me to do. And you know what? He, he looked on the Calvary. He looked on to Golgotha's hill. And you know what? He went on to that cross. I'm asking you, what is your profession? What is your statement? What do people have to say about you? See, I believe sometimes we get out, we, we, we've gotten it all mixed up as Christians. We, we go out trying to seek and please people. I don't, I don't live a life to try to please people. I live a life to please God. See, when you seek to try to please people, you're going to agree with some things that God don't approve of. Because the hearts and minds of people are dark. So in order to please people, somewhere along that course, you're going to agree with some dark things. Some perverted things. Because that's what people in the world like. You don't believe me? Have you noticed your commercials on TV lately? Huh? Have you noticed the commercials? Everything is perversion. Everything is homosexuality. Last month, June, oh man, let me tell you. The unnatural month of the year. Every commercial, they had to inject unnatural behavior. And I use the word unnatural because that's what the scripture used. So if I'm going to get locked up and go to jail, they're going to have to accuse me of using biblical terms. And not hate crime, not hate speech. And I'm not saying there won't come a time I won't go to jail. But if the day come I go to jail for using and calling any Bible term, all of that, all of us are going to be going to jail. 
if you're truthfully standing for Christ. Some of you might be like Peter. Fade off in the background. Don't let no rooster crow. But our society is perverted. As Christians, we don't live to please people. Let them talk. You know, say, well, why do you think you're better than somebody else? Nobody said anything about me being better. I'm just different. I'm saved. I'm saved. See, in the church of Christ, we're like we're afraid. We're afraid to say that word. I'm saved. I, I'm. I've been set apart. Paul put it. I've been redeemed. I've been washed. I've been sanctified, and I have been. Justified. I've been declared righteous. And I don't live to please you. I don't live for your approval. And it's time for us to wake up and understand, you know what? You're either, as a Christian, you're going to live for God or you're going to live for people approval. But people don't have a heaven to put you in. Well, I know it's offensive to some people if I, you know, stand on this and speak on that. So it's offensive to them for you to live right and to stand for righteousness. But it's okay for them to talk pervertedness and perversion and sin around you. Where did that come from? It's okay for you to live as a sinner. And me not be offended. But if I live as a Christian, you offend me. Man, bump that. What's your profession? Huh? What's your profession? What's the statement you make? say that about you but if you feel I need to be in the crowd some kind of profession for Christ right how can you lead somebody to Christ when you walking in darkness yourself I'm saying, folks, and I'm, I'm not going to beat this any longer. We need each other. We need each other. And, and some, of, some of you probably going to die not ever believing this, this, this concept that the Lord left about the church. Some of you are going to die 
not believing. And you won't go to heaven. Because if you didn't believe in the concept of the church while you were here, surely heaven can't be real to you. Because if you don't see the need to be close and loving, compassionate, long-suffering, understanding while you're here on earth, heaven would be, heaven would be hell for you. And some of you will leave here. You will leave this life not fully believing in the concept that God would have us to need one another. Amen. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. If God designed it, He's going to come through and follow through Amen. on his end of the deal. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love, unto love, unto love, unto love. Not a member not a member of this congregation should have to go outside begging and asking for anything. Amen. Amen. Unto love. Some, somebody here got something that they can help somebody else with. And see, the first thing we always think about is money. But even if you got money, somebody here got something you can help somebody else with. And you don't you don't think God can't restore that little that little that little funky money you got? Huh? That that you so stingy with, that you holding on so tight, you and rub the ink off. God is bigger than your money. Yeah. Yeah. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And to good works. By this, men shall know that you are truly my disciples. By what? By the love that you have for who? One another. One another. See, when, 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 when folks come in and see, man, these folks up in here care about one another. They look out for one another. I don't hear them talking about one another in a derogative way. I see them really supportive of one another. Do, do you not know that's what folks out in the world are seeking for? They're looking for a refuge. Yes. They're looking for a place of peace. Yes. Amen. They don't have to come from out there to hear the mess that they're hearing out there to come up in here and hear it. Good works. 
many, there are many good works available to be done. Plenty good works. And it all begins by renewing your mind and learning to love as Jesus first loved us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Check your profession of faith. You can walk around and holler, you're a Christian all you want. I've I, I, I met prostitutes who said, but I'm a Christian, but I'm just not faithful. I've met drug dealers who say, I'm a Christian, just not faithful. I've met drug users who say, I'm a Christian, but just not faithful. Everybody out there in the dirty street say they're a Christian. I know it ain't true, but in their mind, you know what? What the world presents unto them, hey, you could do wrong, you could sin and everything. Oh, man, God, God understand. You, you, you still, no, we know better. We know better. You know why we know better? Because we know the truth. We know there's a difference. I don't walk in the light as he is in the light. I know I ain't got no fellowship. We know better. So folks, look, look around again. Look around again. Just look around again. It, it ain't like we got several hundred people up in here. <laughs> it ain't like we got several, several hundred people. So why, why, would a, why would a group this small, why would we not, why would we not know one another? Why would we not be exhorting one another? Why would we not be encouraging one another? Man, we should have a closeness and a tightness around here that, you know what, e e even if somebody was even thinking about doing the wrong thing, we'll be on top of each other. the love we should have about the care and concern about each other's soul. We're not there, but we're going to get there. If you think you're an island and you said, I don't need nobody in my bed, let me tell you something. I, I say it over and over again. It ain't nothing about you. I can't Google and find out. And if we're willing to pay a few dollars on the background, I find out anything there is to know about you. So I don't know why you feel you got to be this, you live in this top secret life. Man, everybody got your social security number. Everybody got your business. Hackers breaking into things and, and stealing information every day. You worrying about what? What is it you hide? Huh? Man, you just do what's right. You'll be all right. God see everything anyway. So with that, folks, I encourage you. Come off your island. Come off your island and help somebody. 
And, and, and when I say help somebody, a person may not even be in distress right now, but it, it can't ever hurt to just encourage somebody. It doesn't hurt. Just encourage them anyway. That encouragement you give now, when they hit some difficult time, they could think back and say, you know what? I remember when sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so, they always tell me, just hang in there. That could be the reason for them to keep hanging on. Because you care enough to say something. We're all we have, folks. When, 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 when Satan launches massive attack, who are you going to turn to? Where are you going to go? If, if, you, if you don't turn to the church, where are you going? Huh? Where, where is salvation? In the church. What is Jesus coming back for? The church. Who are God's people? The church. We're all we have. Let's act like it. Come off your island. Come off your island and encourage somebody, exhort somebody, help somebody. You'll be amazed the difference it'll make. Amen. Amen. That's all I'm going to say on that. I hope and pray I've said something to encourage you. And help you realize and know we need you. I said we need you. I ain't said God needs you. Because God truly don't. Because the world was here before you. It'll be here after you. I'm saying we need you collectively to help build up. The kingdom and work and to and to spread the word to reach out to those that are still lost to bring them out of darkness into the light it's enough room it's enough room at the foot of the cross for everybody amen if you're here today if you haven't given your life to christ you haven't done what the bible commands one to do in order to be saved not what men say, but what the Lord said. Mark 16, 16 says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. We don't teach what we think, what we feel. We teach what the Bible says. The Bible says you must be baptized. Day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, verse 37. The Bible saying when they heard this... When they heard that sermon that Peter preached, condemning them that they had crucified an innocent man, the Son of God, a man approved of God. You crucified the Son of God. The Bible said in verse 37, and when they heard this, they were praying in their hearts and realizing the, the condemnation that they stood in, they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? 
What do I need to do to get this charge off of me? What do I need to do to, to relieve myself of this condemnation? What did Peter tell them in verse 38? Repent. And what? And be baptized. How many? Every one of you. Your mama can't do it for you. Your daddy can't do it for you. Your daddy didn't die for you. And your mama can't die for you. You got to do it for yourself. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you. Every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. That's what the Bible says. It goes on to say in Acts chapter 2. The Lord added to the church. He adds to his church. Ain't no voting. Anything they vote you in, they'll vote you out. But the church belongs to Christ. And the Lord adds you, and he's the only one who can take you out of it. He adds because it's his church. By faith, we obey his commandments. And through obedience, we are added. Based upon our obedience and doing what he says. You could do that today. And you can know that you are saved. Walking around guessing. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. I've been, I've been knowing folk for 30, 40, 50 years. They still say, I hope. Man, when you going to get to the point to say, I know? You hope on lottery. I, I'm not telling you to play it. I'm just simply saying, you hope on lottery. You don't know the winning numbers. You play them in hoping that you hit the right numbers. And I'm hoping and praying you ain't playing it. But salvation is not a lottery. You can make your calling an election sure. You ain't got the hope. Live right. Then die right. And get up right. And it'll be all right. For us who are members of the body. You know the rules. If your profession haven't been what it should be. If you've been representing everything else. Well. In an outstanding fashion. Everything except Christ. You better get your priorities right. Because whatever it is you out there representing and proclaiming, it ain't going to matter in judgment. It ain't going to matter. I don't care how sharp of a dresser you are. I don't care what color the bottom of your shoes are. I don't care what you drive. Don't care where you shop or where you live. It's not going to matter in the judgment. But whether or not you were ashamed of Jesus, it's going to matter. What is it? Matthew 10, 32, 33. Jesus said, if, if, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my father, which is in heaven. But if you deny me, he said, 
I surely will deny you. And let me tell you, when you stand in judgment, you better have Jesus on your side. Because without Jesus, God is only going to see a bunch of filth. If he don't see that blood of Jesus covering you. If Jesus ain't there to vouch for you. Heaven will never be your home. So what's your profession? Get it right today. Get it right. I don't care. You've been, you've, been, you've been messing up in the past. Leave the past where it is. You got the present right now. Get it right. Amen. Amen. What's our song, Adora? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, is our invitation song. And y'all will be thankful. Amen. He gave you time to get it right. Let us together sing. And let us sing.